St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have over 200 vehicles on hand and in transit. Get the new 2023 MDX or Integra with up to $1,000 in loyalty. Rebates and financing as low as 3.9% for 60 months. You can also lease the 2023 MDX for as low as $5.99 a month. Or get a pre-owned certified MDX with 3.99% financing. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Chatting with the Commission. I'm Mike Claiborne here on ClavesOnline.com, and we're here with the Hall of Fame writer, Rick Hummel. Commish, uh, normally we talk some baseball, and we'll get to that, but I think there's something more important today as we start the NCAA tournament, and you've been the commissioner of that particular uh, pool that we have here for matchsticks and ice cream cones that we've had a great success on. For how many years now for you have you been engineering that fine event 42 40, holy cow so so you you were there when they well how many teams were involved in it wasn't 64 24 i think it was uh, i think it was about they might have been at 48 maybe something like that but um teddy simmons ran it for the first few years i was down here and then he got traded and i won the pool the year he was traded the year before well the same year he got traded he got traded in the off season I got down here, came tournament time. I didn't see much happening, so I'd say, well, I better, as a champion, I better pick it up and and do this. Well, I won again, which didn't go over real well. (laughs) Then I haven't won since. I haven't won in 40 years. Well, so you are due. I am due. I am due. You know, it's funny to watch guys who get involved in this pool that we have here in Florida. Uh, Some guys know they're just making a contribution, uh, knowing they have no chance in winning. And then there's some other guys who take this thing pretty serious. Well, yeah. I mean, at, at Rob Murphy, a reliever in the, with the club in the, I guess, late 70s, early 80s, he had, he was the first to do computerized sheets, you know. He'd turn in like six or seven at his time. He lost every year because he'd go, go all chalk, you know. I, the, the ones I appreciated over the years were the ones, like yourself, a, a champion, who gave me extra ice cream sticks that when, you know, yeah. when, I, when you won. You had your choice of vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how that worked. Hey, you know, I remember, and we've had some great stories about the tournament. You remember the year when Mike Shannon was in the hunt and he was tied, maybe maybe it was O'Neal, or it was a Cardinal outfielder. And it's Monday, and there's batting practice taking place, and Mike decides to go out and cut a deal where they can just split the money right then and there because they were going into the night uh, tied. The balls are whizzing by him. I mean, this is in the middle of batting practice. He just strolls out in the middle of center field. <laughs> And balls are whizzing by him. It doesn't phase him at all to go out and cut a deal. But anything ever phase him? That, that's uh, true. Well, Mike, Mike and Bruce Suter used to play for extra ice cream. I think, and sometimes yes, they they, they, they had their side wagers on that. I think it was a hundred ice creams or something like that. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. All right, let's talk about the tournament a little bit. You and I talked about it last week. That. I think there's somewhere around 20 teams that actually have a chance. You may think there's more, uh, and there are a lot of reasons for it, in my opinion. I think the biggest reason is the transfer portal has revamped various programs, uh, and I think the reason why there's so many teams available because there's some coaches who just now realize what they actually have. It took longer for teams to come together, and now that some of these teams have found the light, uh, they're going to be fun to watch. Well, Missouri wouldn't be in the tournament without the portal no program. Doubt. I mean, how many clubs have 
they have the leading scorers from four different teams from last year, including their own. Kobe Brown was their leading scorer. They have Cleveland State's leading scorer. They had University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Milwaukee leading scorer. And the kid from, from Missouri State who doesn't play anymore, mostly was the leading scorer for them last year. Yeah, they, they couldn't find a rebounder, though, anywhere along the way. Well, no, that's why they got to make all the shots. You know, yeah. that's why they're shooting so many threes. They, you know, if they miss a couple, they still, you know, make three or four, and it makes up for it. So give me your thoughts. Um, there, there are a lot of teams that we look at the name on the front of the jersey, we automatically think there's Kansas and Duke and teams that we've always seen. Um, are they viable? Are they relevant? I mean, I would think Kansas would be there, the defending champion, but there's some other teams that we have looked to in the past that we thought, well, they're in, but I'm not sure if I can say that. Well, Duke has played very well lately. They're 17-1 and when they have their regular lineup out there, and they have it out there now. <clears throat> Gonzaga is a team kind of lying in the weeds now. They've been the people's choice for a long time. Only got to two championship games, lost them both. Uh, Carolina and Baylor, uh, so you're not hearing much about them, but they they smacked a good St. Mary's team in the final of that conference tournament about ten days ago, and I, they might be the ones that can, can go through. There's not any there's not any great team out there. I mean, Alabama might have the most athletes, the most talent, but they're not a they're not a great team. Houston plays solid defense, but they're not a great team. Um, Purdue. Got a seven foot four center. He's always going to be seven foot four, but he's a good player. And Kansas is is Kansas, but you know how healthy is Bill Self going to be to coach them? You know, I don't think they can win if he's not on the bench. How important is coaching at this point? You you just mentioned Bill Self. I like Kelvin Sampson because I think he's a good coach. There's some other guys who may have the talent but don't have the ring experience this late in the year. Well, what the biggest thing they do probably is take care of the of the pressures on the players. Like between games or on the, you know, because there are no there are no home games anymore now, uh, basically. Yeah, and yeah, and how to get them ready for the next like from Thursday to Saturday or Friday to Sunday or the in, from the first round to the second round. What you know, the practice schedules and and keep everybody kind of focused. You know, don't let them. If you, this is like a you're in different communities, but you're all together for for three weeks. You know, I always used to ask the question. I I would assume that the tournament. It's spring break for everyone because I don't know how a guy can go to class and then focus on playing in this tournament, even though there's only, you know, you play twice in the weekend. But I've always felt like that was something that we just kind of pushed that to the side. Ah, don't worry about going to class. We're in the tournament now. And, and I wonder if it has an impact. And there's some guys who don't go to class, period. They'll move on and go to the NBA or go elsewhere. They won't be eligible. But it, it is something that we have now refined into one particular event where we don't worry about anything else that they do in their lives other than play in this tournament. I think the Princeton team might take some books with them, maybe. They, but, yeah, they may but, take but them, but they're, but they're, they're, not, but they're not going to be gone very long anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Take a workbook. I guess they, they still have workbooks, I, I would so, assume. Yeah, yeah. All right, so give me some teams that uh, – you mentioned some teams that, that pique your interest. Give me a couple of teams that maybe we're not paying attention to. You mentioned Gonzaga. I'm looking on the other side of that. I'm thinking TCU's a team you better pay attention to because they're starting to play well. They're a good club. Uh, Texas is a good club, but people are paying attention to them. Kentucky is a team nobody's paying attention to. That big kid still playing center for them was the player of the year last year in college basketball, and I believe he's still there. I know he's still there. Yeah, he's there. And most teams don't have anybody that can match up with him. Calipari's been a, a great tournament coach. Of course, the couple of those Final Fours he went to didn't count anyway. Memphis didn't count, and nor did Massachusetts. Yeah. Like somebody asked him one time, 
when Kentucky got to the Final Four. I asked him, well, how's it feel to get to the Final Four for the first time? And Calipari did not like that question at all because they, they were stripped of their Final Four exactly. rights the previous two times. I wonder if they still hang the banners up in Rupp Arena, though. Well, they don't hang them up in Massachusetts or, or uh, Memphis is where he was before. Yeah. Yeah, the ones in Kentucky were all legitimate. But, but Derek Rose at Memphis – that didn't. That wasn't. No, uh, that wasn't. That, there was some chicanery involved there, and so was Lewis Camby and, and those guys, and uh, Louis Rowe and Marcus Camby in, in exactly. Massachusetts. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little baseball. Uh, we're winding things down. Um, I look at a couple of positions. There's competition. The, the bullpen is just incredibly stacked right now, as far as guys who have accounted for themselves well. What about the backup catcher, uh, Kisner? was the backup guy last year, was given a, an ample opportunity to, to be able to rest that position away this year. Cardinals didn't see enough in him. They went out and signed Contreras. And while he has been slightly better this week, I think his catching has regressed more than his offense, which was virtually nothing until earlier this week. I think Barrera's been the better catcher yes. here, although he hasn't hit either. He's hitting 143 and Kendrick's hitting 130. So, But that's a job that doesn't require much hitting but you do have to handle the staff and I don't know not having talked to the pitchers about this which ones maybe they won't even say which ones they prefer to pitch to of those two guys uh, do they feel comfortable with both of them you'd like to think that Kisner <clears throat> would be a better player especially when he got to play more last year Yachty was gone they almost had the same number of his bats last year but Kisner didn't do anything he came up as a power hitter looked like he could be a first baseman catcher DH well, then he became a pretty good catcher, but he stopped hitting, and now he hasn't been real good at either one. Yeah, that, that's the thing that's more glaring is the fact he really fights the ball behind the plate. His framing uh, ranked amongst catchers was near the bottom, and if you can't catch it and you can't frame it, I don't know what you can do as far as a catcher is concerned. He doesn't have an accurate throwing arm, so and, and I don't want to pile on him, but I'm just not seeing enough of him to see to say when – Contreras is down, and Contreras, the most he's ever played is 138 games. So we've got to find somebody to fill that void. And that was five, six years ago when he did it. So now you expect him maybe to do 120. That means there's a lot of games still to be played that you're going to need a legitimate, competent catcher. I would keep Kisner at the start of the year, but keep an eye on Barrera. Barrera and Herrera would be, in that case, the catchers at Memphis. Herrera would be catching most of the time, I guess, but you got to get Barrera catching sometimes in case you need him up here, you know, because he's caught with Washington before and, and did all right in the big leagues. But I would go with Kisner at the start of the year, but I, from what we've just discussed, it could happen that he doesn't start the year with him. And I don't know what his option level is, if he's got some left or if they just try to trade him, but I don't know what you would get for a backup catcher who hasn't hit much lately. The bullpen, stacked. I mean, Ali Marmel's going to have a tough decision to make, and Cardinals played against the Mets earlier in the week, and the bullpen was lights out. Chris Stratton finished things out, but everybody else did a nice job. Jordan Hicks found the strike zone as well. Um, some tough decisions to make. I counted maybe 13 guys vying for eight spots. Well, they like Rodriguez, you know, who they, yeah. they, who they pretty much have to keep. Yeah, uh, and, and he throws harder than any of those guys except maybe Hicks and Helsley. He's been very good. Um, you may be able to back off on your left-handers a little bit to only two. I can only see, I can see only Thompson and Naughton. I think will make the team from the left-handers. Really? What about Cabrera? Well, where is he? 
Well, he'll be here pretty soon, though, now that Dominican has lost. But but uh, he isn't pitched well. Well, he was in three games, allowed two runs in three innings. But he's going to have to pitch some this last couple. Yeah, I, I expect to see him in camp. I expect to see him today, really. I mean, he should be here. He should be, knows he's fighting for a job, I would hope. He's got the best stuff of any of those guys, but Naughton seems to be throwing harder than before with a better changeup and a better slider. Well, if that's the case, he takes the ball a lot. He can get right-handers out once in a while. He gets left-handers out pretty well. Thompson is, I don't know if he's a reliever or a starter, but he's a reliever for this team right now. The guy from Kansas City, Masevich, was, was been pretty good. And Romero is still with the Mexican team in the WBC, and he's, he's he, he hurt his chances by going with them. He, yeah. he should be here, and... That's just a two weeks wasted time for him where he had nothing to show anybody. You know, when you look at those guys, uh, it's it's been interesting to see how they compete. The other question that I'm sure you get posed, like I do, Jordan Walker. Does he hop out of a pickup truck on opening day in St. Louis? If the truck is coming around the track tomorrow, yeah. Uh, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't. Now, you have three regular outfielders, and O'Neill will be back very soon from Arizona because Canada's out of the WBC. And Newt Bar will not be back very soon because Japan's going to go to the last game, which is a week from, from this past Tuesday. So, um, But he's going to be on your team. And Carlson's going to be – you can have those four outfielders. I don't have any problem. I think you can be, get away with four because you can always plug Donovan in the outfield or Tommy Edmond in the outfield if you're in a real pinch. And you can DH one of those guys too. Yeah. You can DH Walker if you want to. And the other thing about that is – all those guys needed bats. I made a point earlier in the week that if you're you, you, a Corey Dickerson who plays Thursdays and Sundays, you don't have that guy who needs it bats. I mean, he, he'll get his hacks when he gets his hacks. These young guys need to be playing. They need to be in the batter's box doing something. Well, and here's Donovan is going to play some shortstop here, it looks like, for some of the rest of the spring here because DeYoung has come up lame with his back now after having some shoulder issues where he couldn't play in the field. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the injured list at the start of the season. He's not going to have enough time to, to show them. He, he did show a better batting eye this spring. As we speak, he has six walks and one strikeout, but he only has like three hits too. And he just the, the opportunity was there because Edmund is back now, but he was gone for two and a half weeks. And they ended up playing Mason Wynn a lot, which was good for Mason Wynn because he showed he belongs here. If you were taking the top 26 players, he'd be on this club, but he's got to play in Memphis. For yeah, he needs some at-bats. He needs some seasons. Yeah. I don't think any doubt. But Donovan could be your backup shortstop, maybe, because Young doesn't seem he's likely to start the season. You know, I was watching Donovan take balls. He kind of reminds me of uh, Brandon Crawford with the Giants, kind of a stocky, thick guy from the waist down. But he has good range, and he's, he has really good hands. I'm sure he wouldn't say this is my favorite position, but I think when you get to his level, any position that puts you on the field is going to be your favorite that day. Well, his position is batter's box. Yes, he gets on base 37% of the time, you know, and uh, with some power, we've got he's what, four home runs this spring. His best position is probably second or third. Well, there's not much time at third. There, there is this as we speak this minute, but there won't be. <laughs> that'll, be that'll be done. And Gorman has accounted for himself well over there as, I, when I he's been given he, a chance. I think he's enjoyed playing over there, yeah. and he's played pretty well at second, and he's been a – He's going to be around at, at several positions. Maybe he's your third baseman when Arnado's your DH. That, that could happen, you know, rather than having Edmund or somebody else over there or Young if he was healthy or who knows, or Donovan. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, for you, you've been at this a long time. Is this the most versatile lineup we're going to roll out this year with all the options that Ali Marmo has? I, I'd have to think about it for a little bit, but off the top of my head, I would have to say yes because you have a couple switch hitters in Carlson and Edmund. You have more power with Contreras. You have base stealing speed with Edmund and I don't know if Newt Barr will do some running or not. Newt Barr is still kind of the X factor to all this. Uh, is he as good as we saw the second half of last season? And is he as good as the Japanese people think he is <laughs> right now? They'd like to keep him over. He's, he's, a, a, he's a cult hero on two continents yes. now all of a sudden. Very <laughs> popular. I don't know. We're going to find out at some point. Kamish, always good visiting with you. Final four, who's your champion? The Gonzaga team will beat Duke in the final game uh, by uh, six points or, or something like that, you know. And uh, I have, uh, I think Alabama will get to the maybe the final four. Um, there's always one number one seed that's going to get to the final four. You can't knock them all out because right. one, one of them is going to get there, especially when you don't have <clears throat> a lot of great teams. These final four teams, the, the, the top four seeds are legitimate and the top next four are legitimate probably too. But after that, it's a grab bag. You know, I'm, I'm – I'm kind of kicking, kicking myself. I just asked a guy who's lost 40 years in a row what he thinks. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping it turns out for you. But I have two championships and you have only one. Well, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I didn't ask myself. I just wanted to go to you. Commission, always good talking to you, sir. Yes, sir. My pleasure. All right. He's the commission. I'm Claves. It's Claves Online. We thank you for listening and we'll check you out soon. There's always been a bright side to living in downstate Illinois. Amron, Illinois is making it even brighter with a little help from the sun. Right now, we're building a next generation solar facility to bring you cleaner energy for generations to come. It's good for the environment, your neighborhood, and everyone living in downstate Illinois. That's brighter thinking. That's energy at work. Learn how you can participate in solar programs at amronillinois.com renewables.